This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. We are back after our musical dance break here on Line Dance Podcast. That was Boomerang by Cat Painter, the dance, and Boomerang, the song by Kelsey Ballerini. We are now all set to dive into our next article, which is Six Places to Practice Outside of Dance Class. This is originally from the Dance Better Now blog, which can be found at dancebetternow.typepad.com. And it was written... By someone. By someone (laughs) whose name is probably somewhere on this website. All right. (laughs) Let's read the intro paragraph. Often we have troubles practicing outside of class because of space restrictions. Our homes are too small, especially if you're working on modern or swing, and they often have the wrong type of floor. This can restrict the way we move, which in turn can develop bad habits and undo the development achieved in class. Therefore, it's good to have another suitable place that you can practice at when not in class. Here are some ideas. Number one, local college slash university. I work at this one, so this is a good one for me. I have access. However, such places often have large rooms with suitable floors. You can often just walk onto a campus, find a place, and start practicing. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) No, um... One, we are very fortunate in which we have line dance club. Yes. And sometimes I can show up early. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we stay late. Mm-hmm. And other times we find unused classrooms very late mm-hmm. before campus closes mm-hmm. to stay and practice, to learn, to choreograph. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's been certainly a saving grace over the last year mm-hmm. having... Um, the college so close to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way that Line Dance Club at Sonoma State actually came to be uh, is back when I was taking classes actively, uh, there was a, a CSA, which is a community services advisor, who was asking if there were people who were dance enthusiasts, if they wanted to participate in um, sort of a rotating workshop sort of a thing where she would have uh, salsa dancers and, in my case, a line dancer. Uh, come in and use one of the the meeting rooms to teach residents of the campus. So I said, sure. And that was in spring of 2012. There was no club yet. I just taught you know two or three lessons over the course of that semester when it was my designated you know, time to, to be part of the rotation. And then the following semester, this was when we still had um, Kodiaks and later Mavericks uh, in Santa Rosa and um, Petaluma, I just kind of decided that like there should be a club where line dance is taught. Uh, it was not chartered. It wasn't chartered for the longest time. Uh, for for the most of its existence, it hasn't been an official club on campus. But it really is that easy to just round people up and say, hey, this is where we are um, every week. You can be there or not. You can drop in if you want to or not. Um, there's like no payment really. Uh, if you're a student, you can get into the rec center for free. And I will be here. So if you want to also show up, I'll at least be dancing. So you can dance with me. <laughs> Bring a friend and you can dance with that person too. Yep. Uh, that's how it started. And after a while, I wasn't even a student anymore. I was done with what I was doing at, at Sonoma State. I just kept going and um, kept bringing the banner the Sonoma State Line Dance Club banner uh, 
eventually we had some very motivated students uh, take on the officer positions that were necessary to be a chartered club. Mm -hmm. So there was your, you know, embedded on the ground technical um, support for it being a club. If you are someplace else, like let's say you're you know, in your late 30s, you have no affiliation with your local university, but you feel like they would really benefit from something like that, you can do something similar. Just go in, say, hey, are there any first come, first serve spaces on campus? Could I teach some classes? And uh, and then hopefully, you know, have some other people take over when, when it comes time for that to happen. Yep. That might be a doable thing. And then it'll exist where it didn't before. Um, as you say, we also occasionally make use of classrooms after club is over because uh, it goes from 7 to 8.30 and then other people use the room. Uh, we just go to one of the performing arts halls and look in their, their downstairs classrooms that nobody's using at that time of night. They have smart classrooms, which means they have projectors that pull down and HDMI inputs so you can play mm-hmm. entire like dance tutorial videos um, you can have really good sound coming through their speakers in the walls. And, uh, oh, yeah, I just moved a couple wrappers out of the way of your ailing legs. Um, <clears throat> anyhow, uh, yeah, they have all this state-of-the-art stuff that nobody's using at that time of night. So if you have a university nearby, you may be able to avail yourself of those opportunities as well. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Uh, Number two on this list of six, work. You might work in a place that has a place that is open enough and has the right surface. Do you do any dancing at work, Megan? No, not at all. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, you're Um. a hard worker and you (laughs) stare at that door until somebody comes in to buy a sports hat. (laughs) Um, I have learned many a dances on the sales floor at my current occupation um i have also gone into the hallway behind the store oh yeah the airspace in the back Mm -hmm. um and used that when it was sunny out and had several employees scheduled for whatever reason i'm not entirely sure why we had so many but um there was adequate floor coverage Mm -hmm. for our uh, traffic flow Mm -hmm. Um, in fact, I think just two days ago, I learned Nancy Mulligan on the floor. Hmm. Um, I remember I learned, <laughs> did not, did not retain because I did not review, but I learned work from home at work. Mm-hmm. That's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've learned quite a few dances or at least um, also reviewed dances. Um, it is a little bit tricky dancing around the fixtures Mm. and the clothing racks. However, I just look at it like I'm dancing around people on the dance floor that are either A, drunk, or B, trying to learn the dance and pick it up. Mm -hmm. It's good practice. (laughs) So it's like an obstacle course. Mm -hmm. So yes, I definitely dance at work. Yeah, and then I... um... I have a weekly, or not weekly at the, is it? Oh yeah, it is. Every Monday. Uh, I've got the Brookdale Senior Living class that I teach. That gives me an opportunity to do and review some of the beginner, more accessible dances. Um, And then other than that, since I sing, I don't really do a whole lot of singing and dancing at the same time. I don't really do that at all. I would like to at some point, but I've been saying that for like years. I really got to get on that one of these days. 
yeah, that's mostly where I would do my dancing at work. Uh, I definitely, if I were in some other profession where I could just be unobserved and on my feet for a while, I would probably do the same thing. Uh, oh, and then of course I um, teach line dance lessons at um, Twin Oaks in uh, in Pengrove, and then I've done I've done that before at Hot Monk Tavern in Nevada as well. So that I suppose counts as being able to dance at work. Just make <laughs> teaching dance your work. <laughs> well, there's live that. the dream. There's that. Yeah. Uh, number three, local sports stadiums. I have practiced on squash courts basketball courts, and volleyball courts. Most indoor sports have a floor that is ideal for dance. Sometimes you need to hire them, and sometimes you will find that there are periods when they are free. You can also hire half a court to keep costs down, too. I hadn't thought about that. I had not either. Makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. a gym? Actually, you know what? The um, the space at the Ronit Park Community Center where Dolly had her class moved temporarily mm-hmm. looked like that could be a multi-use sort of space. Yep. Also, uh, Boots and Buckles. Don't they have like a couple basketball courts or something? Yeah. It, yeah. That, they that, run out that so that they can um, dance it. And it's got... The nice thing about it is although it doesn't have like, for instance, the spring or the elevation to have that give, mm-hmm. it's a very smooth, slick surface. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you're able to actually move and turn without a whole lot of grip. Um, you just have to be very careful not to slip and die. Um, mm-hmm. But um, typically speaking, I actually like dancing on both different types of surfaces, one with the spring that has the cushioning and one where I have to keep my feet on the ground because as a dancer I feel like it gives me a better range mm. of how I can move and being aware of where my feet are and are they underneath me versus out in front of me or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it helps me be a little bit more acutely aware of like my balance and where I'm going with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some places where I like to have a little more grip because it means I can do like tighter stops when I'm doing a lot of turns. Uh, but then it is also nice to have like the super slippery, like I'm dancing on soap kind of floors because it makes you focus on things like balance yeah. and control beyond what you're used to. Usually you just trust the floor to control you, like you're working with the floor. But if the floor is not working with you and you're just kind of dancing in space, then it gets you more in tune with your own body mm-hmm. and how you can play off of your body since you can't really control what the floor is doing. Yep. Number four. Local halls. They almost always have the kind of floor that you need and are often available during the week. Hunt around to see what's available at a time and place that suits. Think of scout halls, Masonic halls, school halls, church halls, etc. I know that there are at least a couple of lodges specifically, like uh, Moose Lodge over in, I want to say Modesto Mm -hmm. or Turlock. Maybe both. I don't know if those are the same or different. Um, Elks Lodge yep. down in SoCal. That's where uh, Good Time Gordy has his classes. Um, we actually, for a time, had an Elks Lodge up here uh, doing line dance briefly after Mavericks closed. That was very brief. Yep. And let's see. What others would you consider to be halls? Oh, Monroe Hall has line dancing on... 
Sundays, I want to say, in Santa Rosa. So it looks like people are taking advantage of that in the dance community. Yeah. Yeah. Then Allington Hall, of course, is just Swing Dance Central. And they were hosting the line dance for a time. I don't know if they still are. I think they might not be. But they, they had some line dance going on with Joan Price. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. There's one that I'm actually surprised I haven't seen yet. But we'll continue down the list. Number five, local bars and clubs at low business times. I used to go to a local bar with a group of fellow students after a group lesson each week. This was a Tuesday night and not many people were about. Also, most bars have some kind of a dance floor. As long as you're buying drinks, they won't ask you to leave. Often, uh, Others often like watching you too. Free entertainment, so it's a win-win. I actually remember at um, Mavericks wondering why they didn't do something more with the dance floor during the day. They had... All those people there from like nine something till close, but what do you do till nine? Mm-hmm. And that would have been nice to take advantage of is, uh, people who want that kind of surface at a different time of day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely something to consider. As well as, I mean, I know that I've been at uh, local bars while they were just playing, you know, regular music or something like that for whatever reason you know it was during the day and it was before the night was going to start and then there'd be line dances that I could do to these songs um and so you know me and a couple friends would just start doing it and people loved it Mm -hmm. um I know one of my friends during karaoke night uh she would pick four different songs to always do if me and two other girls were there because we would dance the line dance to it. And so she felt like it was like a real show that she got to sing while we were dancing in the background. And it it gave her the confidence to sing and be up there because we were up there doing our thing next to her. And people loved it because it was like a real show. Hmm. So. Neat. Try that one of these days. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I do an occasional line dance song in my guitar sets. Oh, let's see. Low business times. That's also good for um, even places that have established line dance nights on the weekend. They can do promotions like the grad does on Monday where there's no cover because it's slow anyway, normally. I mean, it's a Monday. Who goes out and drinks on a Monday? Um, why not? Why not? At least if you're not going to get cover, at least you'll have more people in the building Right. Because you're offering them free dancing all night. Exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't really hurt them at all. Number six, your dance studio. Most dance studios like seeing students come in to practice in their free time. I used to do that with a fellow student after our private lessons. We happened to have our private lessons at the same time. And this is a really good way to meet other people too. If you're learning dance to meet others, then you can also suggest you go out for lunch or coffee or whatever after the extra practice, and then after that, back to your place. It worked for me. We need to get on a dance studio. Like, we do. I've been one. thinking about it for quite some time now, and mm-hmm. I need to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I owned a dance studio, I would definitely be open to people just wandering in and saying, oh, yeah. hey, mind if we use the space? Yeah, I'd love to like meet more people in the dance community beyond line dance and just say we have a floor do what you will with it we've already done like our marathon of songs that we were going to do for the day yeah and now no one's using it so please use it absolutely Mm. all right then there's some additional text underneath here let me get my reading voice back on some of these ideas require payment 
In these cases, you might want to team up with other students and share the cost. Not only does this make it cheaper, but you can motivate each other to show up and practice regularly. We do not like letting others down. Also, it helps you make better friends and dance, which is always nice. Finally, when you practice with another student without a dance teacher, you can very quickly reveal some misunderstandings that you have. If you and your fellow students disagree on how something is meant to be done, then try it your way and then their way and see if any of them work. If one does, then you've likely found it. If none of them or more than one seems to work, then it's time to talk to your teacher again. This experience will allow for a much more informed conversation between you and your teacher. Recall the post about what teachers wanted and how most of them wanted to see more practice and a cooperative relationship with their students. Also, some of these locations are public, and you might find it embarrassing to practice in such places. If you do not yet have a strong identity as a dancer, then this might be confronting. However, if you can get over it, then it actually makes for good practice dancing in front of others. If it is at work, then it will certainly help develop this identity. Everyone at my work now knows that I dance, and I am known as a dancer. This provides that extra motivation to me to be a good dancer. So, there are some ideas for places to practice outside of dance class and how you can use them to be a better dancer and increase your circle of dance friends. Do you have any other ideas for places where you can practice dance? Where have we danced? I've danced at farmer's markets. I've um, danced in parking lots. Parking lots, this is true. I've danced at the county fair. Mm-hmm. Um, danced at almost any con- uh, concert I've been to. Yes. Um, I have danced at a charity mm-hmm. for um, a humane society. Mm-hmm. Um... You've danced on grass. I've danced on grass. Among cowpies. On middle gravel. I've danced mm-hmm. in the middle of the road. Um, <laughs> no, but danced I'm, on a pier. Yeah. Yep. There are open spaces. If you really cannot find anywhere else to dance, check to see if there's a local lake where there's fishing. You can dance on the pier. It's um, wood. I've seen a lot of videos over the last couple months of all the different events, like as in, um, I just saw. What it was, I want to say, I could be very mistaken, um, Roy and Fiona dancing mm. on the side of the street. Mm. Um, I know Elliot and Jackie have danced on the sidewalk before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually danced in the middle of a mall. Um, I know, like, in um, New Orleans, they had a bunch, there was some dancing going around and in the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the nice thing about dance is as long as there's music, you can pretty much dance anywhere. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see the shopping mall model work over here because that's been done in other places. It's usually, because it's indoors, well-maintained floor, glossy because they like luxury items to be carried in luxury shopping bags across luxury floors really completes the look and then you get all kinds of passers-by mm-hmm. so that's I think a thing in um, Singapore Indonesia possibly um, Australia in some places I think maybe some places in the Netherlands mm. I've danced at downtown Disney oh 
What is Downtown Disney? For those who have no idea what Downtown Disney is. <laughs> well, they need to figure it out. No, um, <laughs> Downtown Disney is um, an area in Anaheim that is still on the same property as Disneyland and California Adventure. It is free admit- admittance into Downtown Disney, so you don't have to pay to get in there or anything. But it's a bunch of shops and... Um, there's a Rainforest Cafe, there's the World of Disney, um, there's tons of different food places, and there's a Build-A-Bear workshop, and um, a Sephora makeup place, and I mean, there's tons of stuff down there for just like your, it's like an outdoor shopping, Disney-themed. Mm-hmm. Parades. There's also dancing sometimes on parades. I noted that the uh, Butter and Eggs Day Parade has had the Kicking Country Girls on a trailer yep uh, before and then there are some dances that can be modified so that they're done directionally so if they're usually in place then you can do them in such a way that they move forward down the parade line Mm -hmm. or if the parade just stops for a minute you know four minutes then you can do the dance and then keep going yeah Uh, you have to coordinate that with the parade people though um i would like to see more dancing before sporting events like how they have you know, celebrities throughout the first pitch and the national anthem and whatever else. You can do a little performance, a little warm up opening act. Yeah. Expose would, more people to it. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Certainly where else do you tend to see surfaces that are conducive to dance? Oh, supermarkets. I've used Costco before. They have very nice glossy floors. It's um sometimes tricky to be discreet about that, but if you go way in the back where the bottled water is, um, and you stay between a couple of the upright aisles, like the, the storage ones, so not where it's like all open planes, <laughs> but like really vertical, then you can get away with a couple walls of something before anyone notices what's going on. It wasn't line dance, but we've danced in Safeway before. Hmm. What did we dance at Safeway? I don't remember what the song was, but... Interesting. We were at Safeway, and we danced. I believe it. They've got okay floors there. Oh, let's see. It was really late at night, I think. I think they were, it was like 10 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. so not a whole lot of customers at that point. Mm-hmm. I have sort of pseudo-danced in cars before. I would like to eventually have that bus idea thing work out, where if we are on some massive cross-country road trip, then we take one of those party buses, uh, like rock stars have, like tour buses, where you can walk around inside them. And just like gut a space without, with no furniture, no storage, just dance floor. And while you are traveling from here to New Hampshire or wherever, you are learning the dances that are done in that area while you're driving. So I personally, because we just live in normal world with normal cars, I, I do the foot patterns just on the floor of the car, sitting. But I would like to eventually get to a point of being able to learn dances safely. Uh, <laughs> maybe in like shoulder harnesses or something in case there's an accident or something. And then, uh, yeah, be like well prepared for whatever location we arrive at. So it's like we've been dancing there for years, but we're just getting there for the first time. And we're doing their local dances. Oh, and there goes your mic again. Told as we take a moment to reset. Um... Line dance cruises. Mm, true. Those are a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited that those are a thing because I didn't realize those were a thing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, there's a big one coming up next uh, year with Madison and Rachel and... Um, is it Simon also and Chris Watson? Is that the one that's going to Thailand? It's not a cruise, though. It's not a cruise? No. Oh, it's just that's a, a resort. Oh. Could have sworn there was a cruise. Maybe it was a different one that they've done. There's a lot of cruises. Yeah. I think Donna Manning works some uh, with, um, with Line Dance Cruises. I think she's done a couple before. I say a couple. Probably a lot. I really got to look into that. I really <laughs> don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Line Dance Cruises, definitely I, a thing. I would like to see Line Dance on ice. You know, now that I think about it, I've never Googled that. I wonder how that would work out. Because I know Jono has done the dance Grab Your Skates while on roller skates. And he's done I'm Mad, among other dances, on roller skates. I wonder how you might modify some dances to safely be done on ice, whether you'd have to use ice skates or whether you could just do very limited foot motions and a lot of padding because we just did talk for over an hour about dance injuries. Um, If you could just safely do some dance on ice, then that would be another place that you could practice outside of the dance floor. It's an idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe on tailgates, if you're preparing for a concert and you're not able to get into the venue yet and it hasn't actually started, then you would be able to use the flatbed of your truck, which I think is in a few country songs now. Probably. That I think of Dancing in the flatbed of my truck. Something oh, great accent. Um, I don't even know what state that's from. That's from like, <laughs> I don't know. Anything I say would sound offensive, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. Um... Southlandia. <laughs> it, yeah, it would be interesting to see like what other places you could dance in theory um, that we haven't thought of or mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think. Like, I mean, there's so many different places that if you just—it's a matter of just like if you want to dance, it can be done. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, were... I've learned to dance in a movie theater. Oh. Yeah. When did that happen? Um, before Doctor Strange. Oh. Because <laughs> so, that was the movie I was seeing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fairly recently then. Yes. Um, yeah, we, we we learned it in, in the aisle way. Hmm. So, yeah, while the, the lights were, the house lights, I guess you could say, were still on. Because mm-hmm. um, it was, we got there way early. Mm-hmm. And so we were just dancing in the aisle way, learning a dance. Hmm. So... Yeah, I guess maybe that would fall into the category of um, either local halls or local college slash university is um, on stage at a place where they have performances. Like if they do theater there, but there's not a show going on and they're not doing rehearsal, there's all that flat space. The Katari Oh, yes. Yes, genius. All right, so um, there is a... Local park, La Plaza, Pla- uh, La-, La Plaza Park in Katadi, with the town of Katadi, which is right next to Roner Park. And they do farmer's markets where the live band will play at a small stage. And we actually have filmed ourselves dancing there as part of the music video for, or dance music video, demo video, for... Can't Walk Away, yep. which is set to the song Craving You by Thomas Rhett uh, featuring Marin Morris, which is available on Copperdob and Line Dancer Web. Uh, the opening... Was it 32 or 64? 
I think it was 64. 64 because it's yeah. two walls. The first 64 counts that we do can, like in one location are at that place. So you can see there's plenty of room if you're just there with you and your you know, couple friends and you don't have like a whole huge class trying to dance there. Places like that exist, I'm sure, at many parks. I know Petaluma has gazebos that are kind of mm -hmm. like that. And since they're supposed to be there for performances, they're often... Uh, set up with hard floors in case they're like cloggers or tap dancers, whoever else is there performing. Uh, that's a, a good place to go solo. And maybe if, you know, people are passing by, it would give you that, that uh, initial experience of being in front of others so that you don't freak out too much when you're at an event and there are hundreds of people around you. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. Also, at events. You apparently, I guess, can use the ballrooms when nobody else is. And We've just, done that a couple times. Yeah, and just teach your own dance or something, you know. <laughs> uh, that, that may have happened in Portland. Um, We've learned a couple dances. I've choreographed a dance. Oh, in a side ballroom mm -hmm. in uh, Big Bang. Yes. Yep. Yep, that room was later being used for beginner requests, and nobody was using it at the time that we were over there. So... It was just kind of up for grabs. I was I was learning uh, Pump It and I Came to Love You, I think, mm -hmm. in half of the room. And you were uh, working on yours. Yep. Yeah. So those are spaces where, like, it seems so obvious. Like, they're dance floors. They're meant to be danced on. But because they are available at um, times that you wouldn't think to use them, and those could be really useful spaces. And you have another thought, yes. The casino. Yes, this is true. The little bar area. Yes, uh, we have uh, a a local favorite musician, Colleen Hauser, who plays uh, a few different line danceable tracks, and we have done line dances to those in the bar area. Very small, small space. Mm -hmm. And that's where you learn tight movements. Yes. And body control, all those fun things. Out of necessity. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And there are videos of those on, online as well. Uh, if people want to look up my screen name, Senor Zorro 2000, it's S E N O R Z O R R O 2000, and that's on YouTube, then you'll see all my various dance videos. We've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dance videos. Yes. Um, if anyone would like to look up the audio for this podcast episode, um, who is listening to it live, you'll find all this at linedancepodcast.com, which is just a redirect link, and it sends you to where all the, the actual links are hosted. Uh, if you have any suggestions or thoughts for articles that you would like us to look at or concepts and topics that you would like us to touch upon, or if you have a soapbox that you want to stand on and tell us all about your thoughts on this or that, we'd love to hear about all that stuff. Absolutely. We're on Facebook, uh, Line Dance Podcast. It looks pretty much the way it sounds. Line, dance, and then the word podcast is P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And you can leave comments on every episode that we post there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, my name is Christopher Gonzalez. What is your name again? Megan Barcelia. Oh, right. That's what it was. Megan Barcelia. Uh, we highly advise you to stretch. Stretch well before dancing. Uh, limber up. Eat, eat, healthy, eat healthy. Sleep Sleep lots. a lot. Yes. Sleeping, uh, sleeping will definitely uh, accelerate the healing process, and it will keep everything from being so tight that it breaks when you try to dance on it. 
Apparently, you're supposed to rest, too. That's a good idea. And do other activities besides dance. I thought dancing slowly was rest. <laughs> it's right? just it's not, when you're not doing those other dances, it's when you're doing the resting dances. Exactly. Yeah. And apparently, two dances to break up, like, eight is not adequate rest, just so you know. Yeah. Unless you're, like, Superwoman Rachel, and then you just go all night on one floor split side or another forever. Yeah. Something to aspire to, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Now it makes me feel even worse for Roy and Fiona when we subjected them to, like, all those consecutive requests of their dances at Vegas. Videos of which are also available on YouTube. Yes. All right. Thank you so much, all of you who uh, have joined us this week and listened to us talk for these past two hours. You're wonderful. Uh, we love seeing all the numbers on on where the podcast episodes are hosted. And, of course, we love seeing your names uh, when any of you make mention of Line Dance Podcast whatsoever. Uh, we now return you to your regularly scheduled move radio programming, and we will see, see you, you on the on dance the floor. Dance floor.